0: I do want to talk about what I've called uh, the retail extravaganza. <laughs> and I'm not a guy who buys sports cards at retail, but I, I talk to a lot of people that do. And there's a problem within the distribution channels of our hobby. People just can't get the product. I know in Canada, the local car shops up here are very sad, I would say, that they can't get panini basketball. They just can't get it, or they they can get a very limited allocation of it. And then at the retail level, at the big box stores in the US, we hear people jumping on each other, camping out early, waiting for the stalkers to come stock the shelves. Is it good for the hobby that there's such a rush for these products? Is it bad that there's not enough product? Is it bad that people are buying it, hoarding it at the store and flipping it on eBay for eight times what they're paying for it? Do you have any thoughts on the, the flaws within the distribution channel? in 2020.
1: They're flaws. Basically, what's going to happen is there are going to be some changes going forward. They're going to increase the price. They're going to tighten up some of the rules for some of these mass retailers. They've got to figure out new packaging. And you can't really control, hey, you can't mark this up above a certain amount. We live in a free world, but they're going to change it. So they're going to raise the price. I think they have to raise the price. Because my problem is twofold, because I don't have a problem with the shelves being empty if they're being bought by collectors. But I don't like it if they don't ever make it to the shelves, under the table deals. I don't like that. And I don't like it when people that don't know anything about the hobby can clean something out and triple their money. And, and that's been happening. So the card companies are going to have to raise their prices or, or change their packaging in some way. And it's probably going to price out some people that were casual buyers. It's the better problem to have than, than what we had 30 years ago, where there were mountains and stacks of, of unopened stuff that was stale. If something's stale on the retail shelves now, it's a dog. It's bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. The biggest news in the hobby this year, in my opinion, has been PSA. If you just look at market share, and I know you have your name is on the biggest other competitor to that, but PSA seems to be the the big one in, in, in the industry right now. It seems they're going private in the new year with an investor group led by private collector Nat Turner, who seems to me to be the right guy for the job. What do you think the legacy of this transaction is going to be? And do you think it helps the, the grading industry moving forward?
1: I'm going to try to answer this in a fresh way, Jeremy. Basically, it's totally positive to me that Nat Turner is leading a group that, to buy the company. The privatization is another aspect. And the only fresh thought I had about that is that I think it's really good for this industry to have a public company that can be a bellwether for how well the industry is doing. So I do think I'm going to miss that, that Wall Street is not going to be able to track that PSA was really doing great this year. They're going to be private if the sale goes through. And so I miss that because it was an indication of the robust health of our industry. When you want to get headlines in the in the Wall Street Journal, $700 million is a bigger headline than $3.9 million or any of these other prices for individual cards. It's investors betting on the infrastructure of our industry, and I think it's terrific. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Nat and Joe Orlando, what's going to happen with the new energy and some innovation within PSA. And you're rising tide, raising all boats. There's going to be increased interest in grading. I think uh, BGS hopefully is going to pick up some of that. I have no financial interest in that anymore, but if the rising tide rises, I think BGS will be ready to, to get more business as the category keeps getting bigger.
0: The hobby has had issues with grading and grading companies for quite some time now with the upcoming change of leadership uh, at PSA. And I've heard a lot of people say, I've heard this is going to happen, that's going to happen. You can't have heard anything that's going to happen. These guys haven't taken over yet. So whatever might happen, it's all hearsay at this point, I would have to think. But with the hobby having issues with grading and grading companies for so long, what change do you want to see happen that would instill confidence in the greater hobby? in the grading companies, taking it back to the beginning of time in grading when the, the trust just seemed to be there by default and you were there and you created Beckett Grading Services at the time. What do you wanna see?
1: We tried to do something that was slightly different. We weren't trying to be a copycat service. We wanted to innovate and do some things that, not that PSA was doing anything wrong, we just thought we're gonna come at it a little bit different. We had a different kind of a holder, we had the inner sleeve, we had the, the report card, we had a different kind of pricing and bulk pricing model. So we were doing some things different. And 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 so many of the people said, we, we like your model. And many of the people said, no, we still like PSA. And then SGC had their fans as well. Here's what I'd like to see going forward that I think has a chance. The grading companies, all of them have a tough job. But if they were to work together more, not collusion and not anything like that, but Nat Turner is a former big customer of BGS. And so he's very aware of what happens there. If there was a sharing Of the information on some of the bad cards, bad actors, not necessarily best practices, almost like sharing worst practices, (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. that we help clean up the industry. Again, that's good for everybody. So if I were there, and again, you can't be the, the judge and the jury and the executioner, or you can get a lawsuit. But if somebody submits bad cards... I was actually talking to the BGS grading guys, and they said they got a questionable thing that I might know something about. And I said, "Is this person a regular submitter?" And no, they've never submitted to us. I said, "What do you think? You know, I mean, if if this is a rare card that's qu- has questionable authenticity, well, why are they sending it? And it's old and it's weathered." I said, "I don't even need to look at it. I have a negative thought right now. If it's not one of your bulk submitters that you built up some trust with." So if that was communicated to PSA and SGC and even CSG, you know, the industry worked together because it damages all of them. If BGS has a problem, it reflects poorly on PSA and vice versa. And I think there's a chance with Nat Turner. I call it co-opetition. There's a book written about it. You compete where you have to compete, but you cooperate where you can cooperate. That, that's a rising tide raising all boats that would be great for our industry. We need to weed out some of the bad actors. <laughs>
0: You know, man, I love it because you just gave us a, a real great nugget there. What, and, and to summarize knowledge sharing amongst the, the, the big grading companies, the, the PSA, the, the Beckett grading services, SGC, CSG, get these guys talking to each other, sharing knowledge where they can for the benefit of the hobby. I think that would instill a lot of trust in the hobby,
1: but probably a crawl before you walk, before you run. I'd like to see steps in that direction. I think it'd be a net positive for our industry that we'd have less. Bad stuff out there. Same would go for for Steve Grad and Jimmy Spence and and PSA DNA, that the autograph authenticators would work together. Again, not work together is too strong of a word.
0: I agree. Let's walk before you run. Eventually, at least work towards it. I I don't think we're going to see that competition happening right away, but I I think that's something that we can definitely strive for and and make our voices heard as a hobby. That's what we'd like to see. Like you said, it would benefit everybody. This hobby is unregulated, so we need the, the power players to do their best to protect the future of our hobby.